0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.
1: It's Friday, August 19th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Leaders of the Tennessee Williams Festival say a circus-themed production of a Williams comedy is the festival's most difficult show yet.
2: We have aerialists that are 80 feet in the, the rigging, is 80 feet in the air. They're actually performing in a ring 40 feet across. That's a challenge for every aspect of it, the physical size of the production.
1: In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports on what it takes to perform a version of The Rose Tattoo. The operator of MetroLink will resume rail service to all Blue Line stations Monday for the first time since last month's flood. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, officials now say... It will cost up to forty million dollars to complete repairs.
0: Most of the damage occurred in a two-mile section between the Forest Park to Bolivar and Delmar stations. To resume service, all east and westbound Red Line trains at the De Bolivar station will run on the westbound side of the platform. Blue Line trains at that station will run on the eastbound side. Metrolink leaders initially estimated flooding caused up to $20 million in damages, but now say more work is needed to prepare for future flooding. Toby Roach is president and CEO of Bi-State Development. We
1: do expect the $40 million to be offset through our insurance revenue. Obviously, we're negotiating with the insurance companies right now, so it's good news in general for St. Louis.
0: All east and westbound trains at the Skinker and University City Big Bend stations will board on the eastbound platform. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: Residents affected by the floods will still be able to get assistance next week at a federal disaster recovery center in Hazelwood. The Federal Emergency Management Agency and the U.S. Small Business Administration will staff the center when it reopens Monday. It was originally scheduled to close today. FEMA also opened a center this week at Rankin Technical College in St. Louis. A new budget for St. Louis's development agency significantly boosts spending on staffing and consulting contracts. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more on the plan approved unanimously by the board of the St. Louis Development Corporation.
2: The agency is in charge of distributing several million dollars of federal COVID relief funds. The need to start up new programs and monitor the spending drove much of that staffing increase. Among the new positions are an economic justice strategy manager and staff for a new Northside Economic Empowerment Center. SLDC Executive Director Neil Richardson says the budget is, quote, about action. We all know that the city of St. Louis has had development plans. We've done strategies. We've done studies. And we now have a moment to to implement. The budget also increases spending on consultants by nearly $1.5 million. The biggest expenses there are for media relations and a study on disparity in contracts. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: Missouri Governor Mike Parson will announce Monday when a special session addressing tax cuts and agricultural tax credits will be held. Parson has said the state is in a financially sound position to pass a large income tax cut. He also wants the legislature to fix a bill he vetoed that granted tax credits for agriculture. Parson reiterated his support for the credit yesterday at the Missouri State Fair, saying the version he vetoed only had a sunset of two years, and that's not enough time.
2: You can't even implement some of the programs within that period of time. It takes you 18 months to go through the process at a minimum, if that's if
1: everything goes right. So you couldn't even implement the programs. Parson next week is also expected to outline the parameters of the special session. Calls to Missouri mental health centers have gone up 30 percent during the first month of a national mental health crisis hotline. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports.
0: Proponents say the 988 line is easier to remember and allows more people to reach a mental health worker. The goal is to make 988 a version of 911 for mental health emergencies. 988 debuted in Missouri in July. According to the Missouri Department of Mental Health, more than 4,000 people called the state's mental health crisis centers in that month. Gina Terlizzi is the executive director of the National Alliance on Mental Illness Missouri. Making an easy three-digit number, just as easy as 911, available for people, I think in some ways sends the message that it's okay to ask for help, that you're being encouraged to ask for help. State officials say the crisis workers answered 84 percent of July's calls, up from 81 percent the month before. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: St. Louis area-based Centene is no longer planning to create an East Coast headquarters in North Carolina. The government health insurance provider says the shift to working home or in a hybrid situation is behind the decision. The project was announced a couple of years ago. It was expected to create 3,200 jobs in Charlotte, North Carolina, and was already under construction. The annual Tennessee Williams Festival St. Louis is tackling a new challenge this year, staging a play at the Big Top in Grand Center where Circus Flora performs. The production of Williams's comedy The Rose Tattoo is more complicated than anything the festival has tried, with actors performing in the ring and aerialists enhancing some of the action. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports. A few minutes before a dress rehearsal of the Rose
0: Tattoo at the Big Top one evening this week, a performer stands off to the side, chewing on bales of alfalfa. That's a slender goat named Zess. She appears several times in the show, led around the ring by her manager of sorts, Holly Moffat.
2: So she's actually the understudy. I had a big, beautiful black goat. But it turns out that that goat, who's named Betty Boop, has stage fright. So the understudy has had to step in.
0: Tennessee Williams' script calls for an intrusive goat, and it's not unusual for productions to have one. But when I asked director David Kaplan and executive artistic director Carrie Houck what makes this rose tattoo different from other productions...
2: Of this play?
0: play.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have aerialists that are, you know... 80 feet in, the the rigging is 80 feet in the air. The ring, they're actually performing in a ring 40 feet across.
0: Kaplan says the staging makes everything harder.
2: That's a challenge to enlarge the behavior so it can be seen. That's a challenge for the microphones so they can be heard. That's a challenge for the lighting. That's a challenge for every aspect of it, the physical size of the production.
0: Kaplan's vision of Williams' comedy is inspired by the work of famed Italian film director Federico Fellini, particularly his 1965 film, Juliet of the Spirits. That's about a quiet woman who goes on a surreal adventure of self-discovery. The Rose Tattoo is a comedy about an Italian-American woman named Serafina on Louisiana's Gulf Coast. She evolves from a chaste widow carrying around the urn filled with her late husband's ashes to a woman ready not just for romance, but to have more children. Director David Kaplan sees a link between Serafina and Fellini's Giulietta.
2: Giulietta is the only full person in the movie. Everyone else is a fantasy as seen through Giulietta's eyes. And so Serafina sees the world as if it was a circus and that the new love has to break through that
0: and become a person. So in this production, the actor playing a priest sometimes dons a top hat and red coat of a ringmaster. He snaps his whip as he commands Serafina to behave properly and not like an animal. When her daughter and boyfriend talk about their future, they are doubled by two silk aerialists performing above their heads. And when Serafina's possible love interest first appears, he wears the red nose of a clown. Oh, Madonna, she prays sorry. to the Virgin Mary for guidance.
1: The body of my husband on the head of a clown. Oh, lady. Oh, lady, speak to me. Speak to me. What are you saying? I cannot hear you. Is it a sign? Is it the sign of something? And what does it mean? Oh, lady, please speak to me. Everything is so strange.
0: <gasps> That's Rami Cornell oh. playing Serafina. Executive Artistic Director Carrie Houck says there's an Italian word that sums it all up here under the big top.
2: My God, talk about abundanza, right? What what is it? Large, lots, lots, more, more, abundance, abundanza, molto, you know, just a lot. More is more. More is more.
0: That spirit is embraced even by Zest the Goat. She tires of alfalfa mid-rehearsal and starts nibbling on somebody's jacket. (laughs) I'm Jeremy
1: Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Cosser edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great weekend.